1: This is a special report
2: now reporting
1: the
3: very handsome Jewish man, Peter Rosenberg.
4: six.
2: When the clock struck six, it meant one thing. Can I just say one thing, Don? Sure. Um, you're not done. It stands up, uh, but it's Don. not now
0: from the ESPN,
3: New
2: York news desk, here's Rosenbaum or whatever that guy's name is. No wonder your show is number one. <laughs> Uh, which is a lot to get into tonight. I mean, so much, Don.
1: Much. Uh, Holy crap.
2: Let's start off by saying good evening to Don.
1: He pranced into the ocean like a horse.
2: <laughs> and good evening to Don again. This is by far
1: the most talented show ever.
2: And good evening to myself. Well, he had a green yeah. tongue. Right. Well, he had a green yeah. tongue. Well, we're talking about George the Animal Steel, for God's sake. So that makes sense when you think about it. Now, man, there's so much, Don. Where do we start? We, Where I feel like we begin? Well, I don't want to start. All right, all right. Let's let's start Yankees briefly, okay? Because I have some business I need to handle anyway. So let's just be smart here. Do Diamond Notes brought to you by Nissan. And let's get an update on Giancarlo no Simparlo a.k.a. John Carlos Dunn from Aaron Boone.
4: He stood in on Frankie's bullpen. I think he's standing in on Herman's bullpen right now as well, and then he'll go through a full pregame routine as far as defensive work, kind of standing around in the outfield. That's part of it. and then he'll hit, you know, whether it's on the field, in the cage, not sure, but you know, the biggest thing for him is standing in on some of those and just upping his volume. He's been bouncing back really well over the last week, but now it's like, let's get to a level of volume of work and see how he responds to that, and, and hopefully we're Getting close to to being in a good spot there.
2: They need him nope. now. Michael asked Boone. Oh, Michael. Uh, yeah, yeah. If he's worried at all about the lack of urgency with this team's lead,
1: you had been saying at the beginning of the year we're making deposits. Now we might have to take withdrawals later. Do you worry though? There's not a sense of urgency because we're good. We've got this ten and a half game okay. lead. No.
4: That's why I never, whatever point of the season, at the highest point of our season when things are going well, it's like, it's great and all. We understand we got a long way to go, and there's bumps that are coming. And So no, unfortunately, I think the season we've had so far where you race out to this big lead and and are on this historic pace in the first half, we've hit a rough patch. We haven't played our best baseball. So that can turn into people's heads, whatever they are, narratives of... I don't think it's that other than we just haven't played our best. We've missed a couple of key figures in there, but we got to find ways to win games. But, no, I've never felt that with this group. You know, We're just going through a tough st- time right now that we got to fight through, and I feel like we're doing that and we'll do that.
1: Yeah, I don't think this is complacency. I, I don't think they're losing because they don't feel like they need it. They, they want home field. They wanted the best record, and they just haven't been good enough to be able to stay at that pace. And it might end up costing them having to play big games in Houston on the road in the playoffs.
2: I understand the fear. I understand the concern the Yankees fans are feeling. It's not a feeling that I could say is shared uh, among Mets fans right now. Um, Here's Francisco Lindor on the Mets starting a series with the Braves again.
0: Every time we play a good team, we're looking forward to that opportunity as well. They're a good team, and we're looking forward to it. Enjoy our victory today once we land in Atlanta, focus on, on the Braves, and hopefully play good baseball and
1: try to win as <laughs> many games as we can.
2: Now, back to the Yankees for a second. Last night there was the K rod cast. Here's Michael asking Jeter if him and A Rod are okay. You guys okay?
1: I mean, nah, everybody nah. asks me, what's going to happen when they're in the same room together? Are you guys okay? Are
0: you the referee? I, I don't want to be. Well,
3: first yeah. of all, now I you're Phil Donahue now. <laughs> those,
1: My hair's who not who white yet.
3: For, for those who don't know, Google Phil Donahue. Now we're on top talk show. <laughs> it's like the time we um, we did the interview at the charity event. Yeah. And then we sit down in the chair, and then the guy starts um, asking CNBC. questions about yeah relationship 20-something years ago. But, yeah, no. It turned into e, e- Yeah,
2: um, and Jeter went on to say he doesn't hold a grudge against A. Rod.
0: My regret is I wish we were as close as we were when we were teenagers in Seattle, when we played, and I guess 2009 will still be the highlight. But that's one of my regrets for
3: sure. <clears throat> well, I think look, we, we talked about it. Um, you know, when you're when we're coming up at 20 years old, 21 years old, I think we're all professional athletes, Major League Baseball players. You're, you're trying to find your place, right? You're you're getting a feel for the league you're getting a feel for being a public persona for the first time there's a lot of things that you have to deal with and and uh we had to deal with a lot growing up at a very very young age so yeah we've we've talked about it before this isn't the first time i've seen them mm-hmm. and uh you know we we got together what was it, about a month month and a half mm-hmm. ago and had some conversations and 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 look you move on you learn things happen in life you know i've gone through personal things and you know lost one of my best friends in gerald williams and you realize life's short and you don't hold the grudges anymore and you move on Good stuff there.
1: Yeah, from, very uh, mature. Because I, sure I just man. thought he made A-Rod out to be a villain that I, I I didn't think was very deserved.
2: Throughout the captain, you mean?
1: Yeah, listen, he said what he said. I don't think what he said was necessarily wrong either. Now, is that what you want to hear from a friend? But, you know, it happened. But I guess you really... The way I take it is, I guess you weren't really that close if you can let something as meaningless as that affect your relationship. But I think Jeter kind of enjoyed the fact that Alex was never going to be able to catch up to him. I think they were rivals, and the championships made it impossible for A-Rod to compete.
2: I also, I will say the only thing i'll say and I'm, and i'm not mad at at cheater i do think don the saying he doesn't hold a grudge part at least when you watch the doc that feels a little disingenuous you know oh, oh no it, question it, it certainly feels like he's held a grudge that's how i feel when you it watch changed. the
1: doc you know but whether he held a grudge or not the fact is they were friends and the friendship changed off of that and my point is is that how close could you have possibly been if something like that, can come between you. We've all had close friends. I mean, not everything it goes swimmingly. There are times you get into arguments or things are said or taken out of context, you're upset. But if the friendship is strong, you get over it and it's no big deal. But why this like, just created the separation, I think, was by design.
5: Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com.
2: Here's here's uh, A-Rod telling a story about staying with Jeter when the Mariners play the Yankees. Mr. T
0: said we have no batting practice. We report at 12. Lou had... I think he was mad at us. Right. And he said, report at 10 a.m. He said, don't you dare wake me up. I'm waking up at 10, 30, 11, then I'm going to go to the ballpark. Make yourself at home and take your butt to the ballpark on your own. At that time, it was taxi, not, not Uber. Right. So I'm hungry. I'm starving in the morning. So I open the fridge. There's nothing there. He does have some cereal. So now I'm eating Lucky Charms, no milk. I get a little orange juice, throw it in the Lucky Charm, and that was my breakfast of champions. And, of course, he kicked our butts. That's, that's the reason why. <laughs>
2: um... Jeter did go on to say, and this may be the most interesting nugget of the entire thing, that he still doesn't have a fully stocked refrigerator. Here's here's A-Rod speaking about the Fernando Tatis suspension.
0: No regrets, no excuses for my behavior. It is on me. And look, we'll talk about the Tatis thing later. I I wish that a lot of these young players, who I admire so much, learned from my stupidity and my debacle. Mm -hmm. And it it almost brings me to tears to see a kid like Tatis who's 23 years old for the rest of his career, he's just going to play it out. There's probably no Hall of Fame. I'm not going to go to the Hall of Fame probably because of my own mistake. Mm -hmm. And that's heartbreaking for me. It's heartbreaking to explain that to my daughters. But that's on me. So I get to be now hopefully a better friend, a better business person, more importantly, a better father.
2: Now, let's stay on Tatis for a second, Don, which could have been a whole show on a different day. Right. Tatis getting an 80-game suspension for using a banned substance that he was supposedly using to treat ringworm. Here's the Padres GM AJ Preller on 97.3 The Fan in San Diego talking about it. Yeah, I mean,
4: I think that's again. I think we'll we'll start digging into I think more like the you know like the shoulder and the wrist. We'll look a little bit more into that now because I think you know we we'll have some more time to have some conversations there. And yeah, I think what we need to get to is a point in time where we we, we trust. I mean, I think that's. You know, again, I think that that's, uh, you know, over the course of the last, you know, six or seven months, I think that's been something that, that we haven't really been able to have there. And I think for, from our standpoint, you know, obviously he's a, he's a great talent. He's, he's a guy that we have a lot of history with and, and do believe in. These things only work when there's trust both ways. And I think that's going to be something that we're going to have plenty of conversation and time to, uh, to talk to Fernando about. And that's something that, you know, clearly uh, if we're going to have a partnership and a real relationship, we've got to make sure that
1: that's strong. Here's something that I disagree with A-Rod about. Don't completely discount him being able to get up from this. Think about it, Peter. He's only played three seasons. He's got 303 career hits and 81 career home runs. He's 22 years old. So if he comes back from this suspension early next year, so they got about 40, so he'll miss like the first, you know, 33, 34 games of next year. So he's still going to play over 130 games potentially next season. If he never tests positive again, plays for the next 15 years and accumulates Hall of Fame numbers and continues to get tested and continues to come clean, don't you think he can get up from it?
2: I do. I do. I don't think you need to cry for him yet.
1: No, I mean, because it's so early in his career, Peter, that he's got a whole decade and a half to prove everybody differently. Alex already established himself as a Hall of Famer. Barry Bonds, Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa, like everything came into question. If you're going to question his first 303 hits and 81 home runs, okay. But if he turns out to hit 600 home runs in his career and has over 3,000 hits and it's all clean, where no more suspensions, no more positive tests, this could be forgotten about.
2: I agree. I do need some help, though understanding how this happens like you're having an issue a health issue you're a ball player who makes a ton of money you're the you're you're at least a face of a franchise probably number one the face of the franchise still in spite of how stacked they are why don't you just make the phone call don to the trainer before you go taking something like, it's not like you haven't seen this before.
1: I know, but that's why I don't buy it. When they say it was rain No, he, he knew what he was doing. He got caught. So, because they've got... Like, the, the, see, this is the, the hoops we have to run through as, a, as part of the general population. We, don't, we, we get sick. We got to go to the doctor. We got to make an appointment. We've got to go through all the hoops of of getting what we need, go to the pharmacy, get the drug that we need to, to, to get better. These guys, all they have to do is call the trainer. Listen, I got ringworm. What can I do about it? Okay, well, hold on. Uh, we'll, we'll, I'll we'll tell you what you don't script. want to do.
2: They're going to try to give you this. You don't want to take that. Because we've heard this one before specifically, Don. I don't remember with who, but I, we heard this. So oh, I just... just I just don't get it.
1: Well we've heard it all, you know, all sports. It's like, oh I I, I had a nasal no, I issue heard ringworm. I, I remember it.
2: one there was a ringworm one specifically in the Oh last
1: I don't remember years. that. But well, why would you go to the either. pharmacy? I wouldn't expect me to know everything that's on the banned substance list and to go through the ingredients of everything that I buy when you have somebody at the team. That already knows all this stuff. I, I have to assume, Peter, that none of the banned substances are available to these doctors and trainers at the, at the facility. So if there's something to treat wing, ringworm, why would you go to a doctor, go to a pharmacy, take something without knowing exactly what's in it when you could just make a phone call to your trainer and get it taken care of, take out the appointment with the doctor and having to go to the pharmacy? Like, So that's why it's a lie. It's not true. Peter, can you just imagine if there was just some, like, if ESPN had a doctor, and every time we didn't feel great, we just go down the hall, knock on the door, say, listen, I got, you know, my, my throat scratchy. Oh, here, take this. That's what they have. Yep. So why would you then, if you had a scratchy throat or whatever, go to a doctor, go to a pharmacy, go, to, go through all that stuff when it's right there? So that's why it's a lie. Own it. You thought you had the you thought you had the cycle of the tests uh, down. That's what happened to Melky Cabrera. You probably screwed up. You missed time the day or whatever. He got caught. All right, or maybe because he thought he was on the uh, the injury list that he wasn't going to get tested. Whatever. It was probably some stupidity on his part, a miscalculation on his part. Got caught. Own it. Move on.
2: That's today's Diamond Notes brought to you by Nissan. You deserve a car that thrills you. And Nissan's got an exciting full line that'll put goosebumps on your goosebumps. Experience the thrill for yourself. Shop your local Nissan store at NissanUSA.com today. But, oh, oh, you know what? D. Gordon was the was the other one. Is oh, okay. It, is that what it was, Anthony? Yeah, 2016
4: uh, positive test for close to ball.
1: Same, same thing. Ringworm?
4: I don't know if the excuse was ringworm, but it was close same, to same ball.
2: Same drug, though. Interesting. Yeah. Also, how frustrating is this if you're a Padres fan? For the re- let's not forget that it was Tatis's own doing that got him injured in the first place.
1: No, oh, the motorcycle, yeah.
2: So you're already frustrated that he he's missed half the year with a motorcycle accident, and now he's going to miss the whole year. And we talked about this being a team that, when they got him back on, could be really dangerous.
1: Now, um, excuse my ignorance, please. Is he available for the postseason? No, okay. So, and and the games that they play in the postseason, though, don't count towards the suspension, correct? They do. So he could. So if they do make a run, it could shave off some of the games next year. Because um, how many games have they played? They, they, have a, they,
2: have, they played 117 games. So yeah, he's done.
1: No, no, he's definitely done. It's just going to spill over f- till next year. But if they go a couple of rounds in the playoffs, it would help. And say yep. play ten games in the postseason. That's ten less games he's out next year.
2: So stupid. But speaking understand? of which, um, what the hell's going on with Kevin Durant? Uh, you know, what?
1: Why is it? Why is Brooklyn so bad that he needs to threaten to retire to go?
2: Well, he t- he tweeted just a little while ago. Don, of course. Um. Let's see. I know most people will believe unnamed sources over me, but if it's anyone out there that'll listen, I don't plan on retiring anytime soon. Ish is comical at this point. So, Katie, are you really blaming the media for confusion around you? I just, I can't believe that he doesn't realize that it's his own doing hurting his his brand you know like I mean and and listen I say that Don as a fan of of the guy and as a fan of the Celtics uh Robin Lumberg tweeted yesterday the the idea of a a potential trade for the Celtics and and Brooklyn involving the Celtics giving up Jalen Brown and picks and even without trading Marcus Smart at this point I was kind of like nah I'm good And I guess that to me, Don, made me realize how much I've sort of been affected by all of the stuff around KD. Because otherwise, with a player of his skill level, who would not want him? But But he now gives you pause.
1: He is really damaging his legacy. To some people, he damaged it going to Golden State in the first place. And now everything since then has just, he is such a talented player. But how, how is he going to be remembered, Peter?
2: I just want to understand what it is that the Nets did that have made it such an impossible place for him to play. And, I mean, Don, who knows whether there's any, you know, legitimacy to, to the retirement thing or if it's just complete nonsense like Katie said. But if, if you're the Nets, at this point, aren't you just digging in?
1: Yeah, you have to. And Listen, I was on – this is the Michael K. show, the Michael K. theory of he'll just never play. He's got four years left on his contract, just won't play. Okay. Be cut off your nose to spite your face. But at this particular point, Peter, are you ever going to get value? Because I'm sure there's a lot of teams that are scared like you. Do I want to bring this guy in here? And even though he's got four years guaranteed left on his contract, is he going to want to ask out if things don't go right? He's basically going to be running my team. I'm going to be walking around eggshells, afraid that if I insult the guy, he's going to demand a trade. So I'm really leaning towards, you know what? All right, four years, don't play and see if that – are you willing to – because that's what he's doing. He's throwing away his career. He can't not play for four years and, and, and get up from that. He's already 34. You think he's going to come back at 38, 39 years old, having not played for four years and be able to do anything with the rest of his career? No, he'd be done. So if you're willing to throw your career away to not play for me, all right, fine. Let's see if, you, let's see if you're willing to do that.
2: Don, do you find this to be fraudulent? I'm seeing right now that uh, the rapper Logic – is throwing out the first pitch of the Yankee game tonight.
1: Okay, they have him program? in
2: a they have him in a pinstripe jersey, and on the back it says uh, his number is three hundred one. He's from that's that's the area code in Maryland. That's my uh, childhood area code as well. Okay, because he's from there, so his number they have is three hundred one, and then it says the name Logic on the back of the jersey, though.
1: Hmm. Well, I guess you have to identify him,
2: but uh, but presumably they're going to, of course announce him
1: I don't know how to feel about it because you're not really uh it, it's it, it's it, I lean towards fraudulent the 301 if he's known for that
2: yeah I mean he's definitely a proud Maryland person
1: but I guess their logic is that they put the name of the celebrity who's thrown out the first pitch on there to identify him where you don't have to identify Judge or anybody else because they've got their number for identification. It's three oh one enough, Peter. I just think it doesn't matter
2: because they're announcing you fully anyway. But the truth is, no, he's not a player on the team anyway. So putting your own personal name on a jersey, I think kind of changes the conversation.
1: It does and it doesn't. Like I don't know. I, I don't know how to feel about putting your name on the jersey. You don't play for the team, but then again, you're not the player that you have the jersey for. So I see both of it. Right? You go out and get a judge jersey. Well, you're not Aaron Judge. So what are you putting LaGreca on the back for? You're not you're not you you do not play for the Yankees, but I'm also not Aaron Judge. But I just think they don't have names on the back. So why would you want your name on the back?
2: It's all very confusing.
1: I I I don't know. I, uh, I just don't like putting my name on jerseys. I've I've been given jerseys with my name on them. But to go out and get like you know, be a be a fan of the Mets and get Lou on the bat. No, that that doesn't.
2: It's a it's a weird it's a weird move. Um, the uh, NBA Christmas schedule is out.
1: Okay. Yay!
3: Knicks Sixers.
2: Yeah. So here's what you have: Ugh. Six Sixers Knicks. We've done this. Oh, hey there, Andrew. How often do we do this?
3: Knicks Sixers. Yeah. Uh,
2: it's
1: I mean, funny.
3: I went to it a few years ago. It's so a
1: tradition I'm... like no other.
2: Yeah, I was going to say I think it is. Uh, Bucks, Celtics, Lakers, Mavs, Suns, Nuggets. I mean, the best game on that. The best game there to me is the Bucks and Celtics. Am I wrong?
3: I guess. Um. For what it's worth, Peter, I think you missed Grizzlies Warriors. Also, oh
2: yeah, sorry. The Grizzlies have their first ever. <laughs> I missed the fifth. Grizzlies first time ever taking on the Warriors. Right.
1: And John Morant's not going to play, and they're going to win by twenty.
2: If he does play, though, they'll lose by six. <laughs> yeah, right. No one understands why.
1: No, it's it's it really it's one of the great sports conundrums ever. The guys, an You're... MVP caliber player, and they they what were they fifteen and one with something ridiculous without him. Makes no sense. Um, well, you know what the NBA's told me and everybody else: their regular season is completely meaningless. So I don't care. I will not watch a second.
2: You'll be you'll be watching football on Christmas.
1: Yeah, there is a there is Get a game today. football game. Yeah. football. They're There's, playing
2: football. I right. Think, I think Christmas Day is Sunday. Yeah, let's see. Uh, the twenty fifth is a Sunday
1: and what is it wait hold on so 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 what week is that you
2: got you got green bay miami you got denver and la uh rams that is oh you know what and you got the bucks and the cardinals
1: yeah nba's got to take a knee sorry you're going up against three nfl games really
2: it's very tough
1: you know what you just got to take the l
2: you think you don't even bother
1: right don't bother I mean I, I I admire giving up
2: oh no you we know no one appreciates taking the knee more than no
1: I you. listen I think it's so so that's quite the weekend then because we've got we've got five games on Saturday we've got the Thursday jet Jaguar game
2: Well that's the one I'm ready for you know that's throw the record books out when they get together
3: more than five on Saturday Don. Almost to, the entire full slate. For that slate. Weekend oh, you know what happened
1: Saturday. is that they separated it because they got the game day spot um, banner on NFL.com. Yeah, so you got you got a you got a full slate,
2: full slate Saturday, three but game Sunday.
1: Packers Dolphins is 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 okay. I mean, if the Dolphins might be pretty good, right? That could be a meaningful game for them. Well, and I then think you get,
2: Rams Rams Broncos is a fun game.
1: Right? Yeah, and 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 Bucks Cardinals could be fun too. So if I'm the NBA, I take the nick.
2: I'd air it like, like
1: instead of having games, I would have the collective teams take the court, like kneel, walk off the court, have like Breen, Van Gundy, Jackson, like analyze it, how this was the right thing to do, and then let's move on to football.
2: We'll be, we'll be careful, you know, how, you know how some people feel about taking a knee. Well, um,
1: it's not going to be Sarah, It's not going to be for that. It's going to be that we acknowledge the fact that the NFL is an absolute beast and we're completely wasting our time going up against it.
2: Uh, Last thing here, Brittany Griner's uh, defense, um, her defense has filed an appeal of conviction. So she was convicted August 4th, sentenced to nine years in a Russian prison for drug possession, and uh, the defense will appeal that conviction. No major surprise there. That will do it for E-N-N on this Monday, August 15th. Your phone calls, Yankees, Mets, Giants, Jets, Tatis, K-Rodcast, it's all on the table. one 800 919 The K Show on 98.7 ESPN. Thanks for listening to the Michael K Show podcast. Hear more of Michael, Don, and Peter live weekday afternoon, starting at 3 on 98.7 ESPN in New York. The ESPN app, the TuneIn app, or on your smart speaker.
0: Hey Alexa, play 98.7 ESPN.
3: Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring.